Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Honey, I Cover the Spread. We are in week 13, I think. Sounds about right. I'd like Foley to just get out ahead of this. This podcast does not think Hitler was a good guy. He was not especially good. And I think we just start with that. And then we move on from there. Because I'd feel very guilty if I didn't start with that. Very fair. Very fair. I, I Nothing much really to add on there. I don't want to... <laughs> we're against we're, I was, we're I was hoping maybe get like a, yeah maybe a little hitler hot take there from you but no all right you take the bait um, yeah, i'm actually one of those people who um uh like i still hate germany because of that like i don't know like i just think like growing up like you think germany's bad it's kind of like russia right like you're just like bad people so uh like with the world cup root against them like pumped that they got eliminated like i, I like i'm not jewish or anything like i i don't think about that at all but for some reason, I just view Germany as bad. Two world wars against them. Like, I don't know how, like, Cody roots for them because he's, I'm German too. I have like German uh, ancestry, but I still like dislike them though. It's one of those weird things. Yeah, I don't, I, I root for them too. I, I like the players on there. I, I mean, I do get what you're saying though, but it is, it's funny. I, I mean, like, well, actually, it's not funny. That's a bad choice of words there. Not the Holocaust, but like, people rooting for like the country of germany in sporting events and whatnot i wonder how how many people are like you where they wouldn't root for them just because of what happened there i i would think a decent amount of americans no i don't know i mean because i'm i'm like 20 i'm like a quarter german and i mean i like right. germany right no i'm german and i'm like i'm like ashamed to be german <laughs> i'm like one of those guys <laughs> um but it's interesting because I and also I've never been to Europe. I'm the furthest. I'm the furthest thing from cultured. So like, you know, I'm sure they're normal now. Yeah, you wouldn't That's get it, bro. You never. Been I still. Yeah. I still think you know they're like you know, crazy people. No, no it's very very clean city. I'm German, uh, so I can say that exactly. It's not <laughs> another another big topic. I feel like we have to just sprinkle in here is. The fact that Sierra threw Russell Wilson a birthday party and only about half of his teammates showed up, which I think is even probably higher than what actually showed up to to try to paper over the cracks. Does that surprise you at all, though? See, what's funny is when I, I looked at that situation as glass half full, like I would have expected a couple guys to show up. Half of an NFL team showing up makes me think maybe they like him more than they originally thought, although I could hate you. But if you're Sierra and Russell Wilson have that money, that party's probably going to be decent. I probably am That's showing exactly up to check it out. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking. Even if I dislike you, you invite me to a sick party or hoping it will be sick. Um, I'm I'm showing up. So I don't know. I viewed it as half glass full though. Um, that's a good turnout for us. I don't view that as a bad turnout. If you said before the season that Russ was going to have a birthday party. Half the team would show up. You think Hackett was there? Yeah. Yeah, probably. They're probably all just like, they have to be aware at this point of like what's going on. So, like, probably show face for a minute. They I mean, had they're stuck with Russ. They're stuck with Russ. So, like, Hackett needs Russ to like him to a certain degree. Yeah. They should have had Pete Carroll come out of like a fucking big ass cake. That would have been sick. Just throwing up the double birds. Let Russ that cook. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> and that was wife threw it for him. But yeah, to your point, I'd I'd go to a party that Sierra was at just to stare at her, make everyone yeah. uncomfortable. See if she actually has the dick. That's right. Wow. It, it was Sierra had a dick in Marilyn Manson, took a rib out so he could suck his own dick. Yeah. Yeah. Little little cup check. <laughs> 
we don't endorse sexual assault either. No. Speaking of sexual assault, Balen- Balenciaga. In there. Yes. No. Yes. First topic <laughs> on the agenda here. <laughs> should, we, should we do your World Mickey, Cup rankings real quick before we Mickey actually Joseph. have to do American hey. football? So you you know way more about soccer than I do, but I have watched almost every game or, you know, know what's going on. Um, so if I was if I was to rank top five personally, yep. then we'll go to you. I'm going France at one. Might surprise people. Uh took them last World Cup to win. Uh everyone was going nuts that you know they they were they were for the taking this year. Uh I think they're a little bit more dangerous than Germany or than Brazil, who I have at number two. Any qualms so far between those two? No. Okay. At three. And this is where, you know, I'm going to go Portugal. And I think if Portugal was like to actually sit Ronaldo, they'd be even better. I don't know about what you think about that. 100% go they would be. Portugal three. I'm then going to go Argentina four. So Ooh. kind of chalk so far, yeah. right? Yeah. And then at number five, I'm going to actually go with, let me scan, make sure I'm not missing anyone here. Number five, give me. Damn, you know I love my uh, my blue samurai today. Get bringing home that money that money line bet for me. Um, you took a money line. Yeah, I took Ooh, a yeah. money line plus eight hundred. Ah! Uh, unbelievable. So I can't go. I can't go with the the blue samurai. Who who would you have a five? I, I don't want to find out in about. I'm gonna go USA. I'm gonna go USA. Damn it, USA. USA at five. I, I genuinely think, um, you know, let's get into soccer terms here. Uh, midfield is super good. They they just need um, they need a striker. That's all they need. Defense is, has looked great. Midfield looks unbelievable. They just they can't, they really can't do much up top in the top uh, the final third. No. Um, but I think um, you know, we they got rain on the bench, brother. We got to bring him in a little bit more. Aronson, you know what I mean? Mix it up a little bit. I like. Uh, yep. How do you say his last name? Way way. I don't even know. Way way. Right. Yeah. Way. Um. Uh, I mean, he's the man. So his uh, dad's the president of Liberia, bro. Did you know that? No, clearly not. (laughs) (laughs) No, because they they were showing him after the game. They they usually Uh, say it. I uh I I watch all the games on mute. Oh okay. Yeah, he's Uh, just the fucking president of Liberia in some place for the U.S. Gotcha. Big game for Dest. Uh, Dest was born in the Netherlands. Played for them. Okay. I saw the coach said was talking shit about him, so that makes so much more sense. Was he? Yeah, he said that Dest, uh, unless it was unless like I I got got on Twitter. Let me see. Van Hal is that the coach? Yeah, Van Gaal. Van Gaal. Yeah, it's it's Van Gaal. They might say it Van Hal. I forget, dude. But all these guys have it's G A A L. Okay, Van Gaal. Louis Dest. I might have gotten God. It was like one of those pictures with the quotes. I probably got God. But anyway, let's hear your top five. All right. One. Brazil. Even without Neymar, deepest team in tournament, in my humble opinion. There's some guys that haven't even played yet that would probably start in every other team. I think they're fine. I think they lack the striker more than France, though. That's what scares me with them. Possibly, but... Carlson's not going to get it done, dude. Mm. That's what scares he me. That's the only thing that scares me. Yeah, still got Gabby Jesus there too. Sure. No, but I you're right. But but who does? I mean, who's playing the Giroud's playing the nine uh, the nine role for France? Yeah, yeah. But I think I think Mbappe and that that other dude who like we talked about him. Um, I think they they are better at creating scoring chances off the wing. Based like Neymar, like does he score? Once again, I, yes. I don't know soccer. I, I feel like I've never seen that guy actually finish. Um, it's always just kind of, you know, crazy moves just to get into the like, the baseline and then go down. So I, yeah, I just yeah. To your point, I love how he so he gets hurt every March because it's his sister's birthday. So that's well documented. So he's okay. usually out from the middle of February to the middle of March. Every he year. like bangs his sister, right? That's like the thing. That's th- there. Yeah, his sister's hot. Okay. But uh, that's not, you know, that's allegedly. Actually, that's just a rumor. That's not even allegedly. We're not right. saying that. Same with the Sierra thing. Right. Okay. Um, so he gets hurt every year. 
but he also wonders why he gets hurt and the way he plays he's he's peacocking the entire time mm-hmm. and he's good enough to do it mm-hmm. and it is very entertaining mm-hmm. but to kind of wonder why people are fouling you seems weird to me when you play the way he does right you're gonna get hurt at 130 pounds soaking wet exactly still uh-huh. i got brazil number one two i do have france they've looked uh-huh. very impressive so far even without benzema and mbappe is a star he's yeah a star he's, he's gonna break every record three i have Ooh. this is gonna be tough this is gonna be tough I'm going to leave someone out because I got to put the USA in here somewhere. I'm going to three. I'm going to go England. I'm going to go England. Wow. They've looked good that. defensively. Once they start playing Foden and Rashford, I think it's really going to click. So I got England three. Four is Spain. Uh, four is the USA. I got them before you. I'm more patriotic. Okay. I love this country so much. Okay. I sing along to the national anthem. Five is going to be Spain. I like Spain. I know they just lost. I think Spain's going to be fine. I, I like the way they play, and I think it's going to be good. Portugal would have been in there if the U.S. wasn't at four. So, to your point, get Ronaldo out of there. They're going to be fine. They are so, so loaded everywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I really like Portugal. Um, And also, they always have the best unis. Kits. kits Not this year, kits. dude. Their red ones are awful, in my opinion. Uh, with the green? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's not it's not my favorite by any means, but I don't mind. It's something about the the their shade of like red maroon kind of like a darker red. I, I I still fuck with it no matter what they do with it. Um, yeah, they they got good colors. I wish I was Portuguese. You kind of you look um, like Ronaldo that one game against Seville. Yeah, was it Seville? Yeah, yeah, it was. The pouring rain, you wrapped one yeah. off the crossbar. Senior night, I uh, wore an Under Armour, even though it was like 80 degrees out. And I remember thinking I was going to fucking pass out. I've never been so hot in my life. <laughs> that was against Kings Park. Yeah. Oh, it was like 90% humidity. I took a five-hour oh. energy before that game. And, yeah. and right before the game, Novolano's like, uh, you're playing mid. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, dude, I can't run. I was, dude, I was, my heart was going like 210 a minute. I'm like, this oh. is bad. I think I took it off at half. I was, I, it was like, also, it looked so stupid because it was like a turtleneck under armor. It was like a winter time under, it was just so bad. <laughs> and it looks so dumb. Oh, God. Regrets. But, Regrets. Um, but we, we left it all on the field senior year. So that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Moving on to football. Let's get to it. We got a game in two hours here. We got a game in two hours. We got the Bills at the Patriots. Huge AFC clash. Both teams play on Thanksgiving. So it's a full week of rest. New England is six and five, right outside the playoff picture. Buffalo is eight and three. They're tied with Miami at the top of the AFC East. They're one game ahead of the Jets. They don't have the tiebreaker on the Dolphins or the Jets. So this is a huge game for both teams here. The Bills are laying three and a half, and the total is at 43 and a half. So it is cold as hell here. Uh, just a heads up. Um, wind is not too bad, but it's cold. I think we're in the 20s over here right now. I just went for a walk with my dog. Might be a little stuff, a little sniffly. So uh be on the lookout for that tonight. This is a game where right Bills barely get by the Dolph uh the Dolphins, the uh Lions last week on Thanksgiving. Um they escape with a field goal. And to talk about that briefly, uh Dan Campbell, 19 seconds left, tie game. I felt like everyone knows you don't kick it into the end zone, make him return it kill some clock don't just give Allen the ball to 25 I, I, I'm I think sure there's I think there's five the coaches I think there's five coaches that actually get that yeah so that pissed me off with him um and you know Bills went down win by three barely team probably should have went to OT and now they they open up at I think five and a half it's down to three and a half so I get it uh Pats looked really good on Thanksgiving uh probably Mac Jones best best game yes. of his career maybe? yes yep 382 um, two touchdowns right should have been three that Hunter Henry won <laughs> Right. We're we're now going into cold weather. Uh my biggest question, I want to take the Bills here. I want to get involved with the Bills somehow, but my biggest question is I don't know what's going on with the defense. They lost Von Miller, which is huge. And yes. in general, I feel like we've been talking about the banged up secondary week after week. I don't know who's actually been playing, to be totally honest with you. Um the Lions moved the ball pretty fairly easily last week. And to be at 
three and a half. You know, if I can get a flat three, I'm, I'm going to take the uh, Bills here, though. Yeah, I'm leaning that way as well. On Thursdays, Josh Allen is 4-0 straight up, 3-1 against the spread. His only loss was last week against the Lions, against mm-hmm. the spread. Bills' road games this year so far are 6-0 and to the under. So that's a little interesting. I, I do feel like this total is a little low, though, for how exposed I feel like the Patriots defense got on Thursday. And to your point, the Lions put up 22 against the Bills. Right. The play that I'm going to be doing is the Bills' second half line. Under Josh Allen, they're hitting at 66% against that second half spread. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take that. That's over, I think it's like over 70 games. I'm going to take that. Even if they're leading after the half, they're 64% against it. So it they seem to be a second half team. I will say, too, Josh Allen's tied for the NFL lead in interceptions. Hmm. Do we try to get a little involved in that? To lead the league in interceptions? You're no, to throw a pick tonight. little cold. Belichick's hmm. always seems like a little bit of a plan. I know it's a short rest or anything. What are the odds on that? They are... I'm scrolling through the props now. As I look it up, I do have a prop too. It is... Uh... Steven Ramondre Stevenson over 63 and a half rushing yards. Damian Harris out. Bills have ranked 25th in rush defense last four games. His two games without Damian Harris or three games, he's averaged over 100 yards on the ground. So I like Mm -hmm. Stevenson. I'm going to take his 63 and a half there. To your point there, I was looking at the rushing attempts. Sometimes I like doing that more than even the yards because, right, if you just think they're going to be, you know, typically they go hand in hand. His rushing attempts at 16 and a half. So for 66 and a half, and let's say he he runs it 16 and a half times, they're saying he's going to average four yards a carry. Um, sounds about right for what I, what he averages. I don't know what he averages. It's got to be over four yards a carry. Um, so I like that. I do like that look there. Um, as far as props go, I, I noticed um, Jacoby Myers was a little low. I know they're going to run the ball a lot. He's cut, yeah, he's he's been injured though. Limited Tuesday, Wednesday, okay. shoulder injury. Should be he he's expected to play, but he's been limited. I don't know how banged up he is. Okay, that's the stuff. That's the stuff I need to know. Um, as of now, like I said, I'm going to wait for a three. Hopefully, um, I like Ramadre. You know, I've been taking Ramadre's uh, receiving. Prop every week. It just it seems like you know that hits every week. Uh, at some point, it's not going to, but maybe it, I think it's four and a half right now. I'll probably ride that over. But uh, besides that, I'm just thinking Bills and that. Yeah, I can't get a line on interceptions for some reason. I'm trying to find. It. I can find it for you. I can find it for you. One second. Maybe do a little first completion uh, props, too. That, I can find a first completion prop. I can't find a throw pick. Mac Jones over under six and a half. Josh Allen over under seven and a half. Allen to throw a pick on my book is minus 139. Oh, that's, that's a little too high for me. Yeah. This round even, I think I would have taken it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to stay away from that. Just going to ride Ramondre. All right, moving on. We got, ooh, we got Mike White. Mike mm. White. Mike fucking mm. White going against Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. The Jets are taking three. This total is at 44 and a half. Biggest bet of uh, the year last week. Um, you would think it would have been the Packers, the the two, the two game of the year, but uh, it was on the Jets. Um, talked about on the pod, liked them at minus three and a half, liked them at minus six and a half, liked them at minus seven. Uh, when I heard it was uh, Peterman, I put even more on it. And to see Simeon walk out there, I was texting you. I was very unhappy. That should be illegal. Yeah, that should be yes. an automatic three that points. That was the for Bears' official account that tweeted that. BS, absolute BS. Um, all tickets should have been voided in that time, in that little window there. But regardless, Jets got it done. Um, White looked amazing, and uh, you know, took care of business. Now this is this is a big game. I think Vikings are one of those teams that uh maybe a little bit overrated, but they got they got star power on that offense. Um I would lean Jets getting the 3 here, but uh I'm not uh not forcing anything with that one. What about you? I have two plays here. Okay. First play is Jets first half. 
They are nine and two against the first half spread. They're tied with the Titans right now. We're the most profitable in the first half this year. The Vikings are ranked 30th in pass defense. The Jets and Mike White just threw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns in a fucking monsoon. I know it's the Bears defense. It was a fucking monsoon. I think they get it done at least in the first half. I, I also like them for the game. My other is the over here. Trevor Simeon and the Bears marched down the field in the first two drives against that Jets defense uh, last week. A field goal because they couldn't get it done on third and goal from the three or something. Touchdown. They drove a lot after that, too. I know it was a lot of garbage time. Mosley had that pick at the one or the two. You know, they had other chances. They were just going for it on fourth down where they would have kicked the field goal. Sauce doesn't get turned around enough. And it's if it's Jefferson, I think they throw DJ Reed on Jefferson and kind of put that safety over the top, which it seems like they did with Diggs a lot, where mm-hmm. Sauce would take probably Thielen. But I like the over here because Mike White has shown that he can put up points, especially against a pass defense that's ranked worse than the Bears' pass defense. They have nobody right. there. And also to the point, Darishaw did not practice today. He's the lineman on, on Minnesota. That could get ugly. Vikings' two losses has been against the Eagles and the – forget the other team. Might have been the Cow. I don't – people who got pressure with four and forced Kirk to get off his spot and not throw it quick. So I think – I like the Jets here. So I'm going to take them first half, though, and, and the over here. Because I do think the Vikings can put up points, and I think the Jets can put up points. This is an entirely different offense with Mike White. This right. is the Mike White error. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, Garrett Wilson is is him. As, He's as a star. people say. He's, He's a star. Him. He is um, he leads the league in every category uh, against man coverage, I think. Mm. Or or maybe rookies, but he leads something in man coverage. <laughs> also, one quick thing not to circle back to Thursday night. I'm gonna be taking some sort of Josh Allen rush prop. It looks like it's in four around 40. 40 uh, it's at is... 43 and a half. He's averaging 41 and a half this year. Mm. Uh his two games that he's played in the last two years against the Patriots, I think he's averaging almost 70 yards. He's hit that the last four out of five games. Yes. And um, the only game he didn't was against Cleveland two weeks ago because they didn't have to do that. Uh, Pat's defense, you know, should throw enough issues at them to make him pull the ball down and, and go for run for it. Uh, Pats have one of the slower defenses. They kind of like just clog it up uh, over the middle. So he, I see him running away from those uh, those linebackers. And we know Bill struggles with mobile quarterbacks. I expect him to use his legs big time tonight. Uh, I will be on that just to circle back there. Especially with his elbow injury too. He's been throwing the ball right. a lot less. And right. Yeah, right. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. We have Denver going to Baltimore. Baltimore at home is minus eight and a half. This total, as with many of the Denver Broncos totals, is under 40. It's at 39 and a half. I don't have anything here. Under. Under, under, under. Uh, Denver's not scoring, and Baltimore is not scoring right now. So I don't know how this total is not, you know, low 30s, to be honest with you. Um, you know, Lamar's going to do his thing where he slowly, methodically gets down the field. Uh, well, not him slowly, methodically, the offense as a whole. Um, you know, hit some third and longs here and there, use his legs to, to break on the third down, uh, probably settle for some field goals. That Denver defense, we talked about it, they show up every week. Um, they have not quit just yet. And now we're going to get that Denver offense going up against a, a healthy Baltimore defense for the most part. Um, once again, uh, I'll end up teasing Baltimore and taking the under there. To your point, the Broncos rank last in scoring offense and third in scoring defense. The last time an NFL team finished with the fewest points scored and fewest points allowed was the 1946 Steelers. So that was before. Mm. Good year. The NFL was actually even an NFL. That's crazy. I like that play. I just, I worry about if the Ravens figured out in the red zone, which they clearly didn't last week. And that was not the Broncos defense. But I like that play. I think it's the only play here. Yeah. Fucking Russ sucks. I'll be teasing them as well because they're not losing at home to Russ. (laughs) I don't think they are either. Lamar is dealing with a quadriceps injury, but he was limited today. So he should be fine. He's he's dealing with an injury every week. 
Pittsburgh going to Atlanta. Pittsburgh just took down the Colts. Atlanta lost to somebody. This line is Pittsburgh is favored by one and a half on the road on a short week. The total is at 42 and a half. I like Pittsburgh here. I am on the other side. Okay. I like Pittsburgh here. I'll start off. Um, I like Pickett. I think I don't think he's anything special, but I, I think he's good enough. Um the last few weeks, it seems like they're starting he's spreading that ball around. Pickens is involved. Deontay Johnson is involved. Um what's his name? Fryer Muth is probably his number one target going up against that putrid Atlanta defense. They're gonna be indoors on the rug. And dude, that defense in Pittsburgh with Wattback is just different. Um, you can't run the ball on them. Uh, you know, they held, I think, JT to you know eight mid eighties. Uh, rush yards while you're trying to establish that run game you know pickets moving the ball down the field so i'm gonna take pittsburgh here um give me them i i have pick them but i'll take the minus one and a half okay i actually i misspoke i have the under here okay i don't these I, the falcons really can't score lately i feel and their defense does just enough Put up 27 against the Bears two weeks ago, 13 against the Commanders, 15 against the Panthers, 17 against the Chargers. They're not really scoring much. Steelers aren't a team that's going to light it up, but to your point, I, I do like Pickett and Pickens right now. I think they are um, a pretty good duo, and I, I think Atlanta has just enough. It, it seems like it's going to be a little bit of an ugly game from Atlanta's point. They don't want to run. Uh, they don't want to throw the ball, and it's going to be tough to run against that Pittsburgh defense. So I think it's Pitts is out. Drake London can't get a fucking look. A lot of Corderell. I think some clock moves and these teams button it up in the red zone. So I have the under 42 and a half there. Now, this is a fun game, dude. Jacksonville is going to Detroit. Mm. This is a pick em, and the over is a 51 and a half. I think I, I, think I told you I had to play for every game, and I didn't take one in Denver-Baltimore, but... I'm going to take Detroit here. I know, I know Trevor Lawrence did what he did. Probably his career-defining drive so far. Actually, it definitely is his career-defining drive, career-defining game so far. That's the number one pick that they all thought they had. They still have not beat an NFC team dating back to 2018. 19 consecutive games straight up. 2-17 and 17 against the spread. Detroit has covered four straight games. They've won... Three straight before that, the Bills game. Obviously, I, I like I like the Lions here, man. Give me the Lions at home. They're four and one against the spread on ten days rest in the last three seasons. Jared Goff is 20, 24 and thirteen against the spread in early kickoffs. Give me the Lions here until the Jaguars prove that they can cover a spread or beat an NFC team straight up. I'm going to take these NFC teams, even though I took the Jaguars twice this year prior against NFC teams. I don't hate it. I don't hate it by any means. I just... I'll probably stay away from this one. I think, you know, it's a coin flip game. Uh, Jacksonville offensively has been showing some good things and, you know, how Detroit is. Their defense is nothing. And then, um, you know, offensively, they can move the ball. So, you know, in a potential shootout type of game here, who do you side with? Uh, Personally, I would lean Doug Peterson and co., um, so if we're going to do a pick every game, then g- give me a uh, Jags money line. We'll go against each other here. I just think, um, slightly or a lot better coach and, and just a s- slightly better team right now. I think indoors on the rug, on the rug. Etienne should be back. And as long as Detroit keeps trying to give fucking DeAndre Swift the ball, I think that's a positive for whoever they're they playing. They barely give it to him. What do you mean? <laughs> Bro, he moves like he's got cement feet. Bro, they barely give it to him. Fucking Jamal Williams fumbles and he's in the next play. He's playing defense. <laughs> fucking DeAndre Swift has like a 10-yard catch as a break of tackle. He's out for the fucking game. Ridiculous mm-hmm. Dan Campbell. All right, we're on opposite sides there. All right, I got I got a I got a game of the month here. Titans okay. at Eagles. Titans okay. at Eagles. I hit my game of the month with Amon Ron St. Brown. God bless him, the sun god. I got another. I, I think I actually have two game of the months this this week. Oh, yeah, it's the next two games. First one. <laughs> Tennessee getting five and a half. Give me Tennessee and Mike Vrabel getting five and a half at the Eagles. I don't care. This guy, all he does is cover spreads with Tannehill. Eagles can't stop the run. They're sort of 33 to a Packers team that I think that's the most points they've scored combined in the last three weeks. Ridiculous. Give me Vrabel 
and Tannehill. They're 11 and five against the spread after a straight up loss. They're nine and two against the first half spread. They're eight and three against the spread this season. Give me the Titans. Feed Derrick Henry. Cover this spread. I think you guys are a live dog. Let's go. Yeah, I, I can't hate on that. I'm going, I think both teams are going to try to run the ball. That Tennessee D is going to muddy the waters. However, Philly at home scares me. Um, I'm going to take the under here. Under 44 and a half. I think we get two teams looking to run the ball. Uh, to your point, maybe Philly by three is the final outcome. But I just think it's going to be very hard to go the length of the field and get in the end zone against these two defenses, these two coaches. Um, and overall, I mean, these two offenses, which, you know, have a good, have very good at time when everything's clicking correctly, but you got to establish that run and everything in order to get that, those two offenses going. I expect these defenses and coaches to be able to, to throw some curveballs at them. And I think we get a, you know, a 2017 or 2317 type game here. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Next game before I tell you what side I'm on this is my other game of the game of the uh, month. Deshaun Watson is back. He's back with the Cleveland Browns. He is visiting. This is so perfect. You have to wonder who wrote this script. He is visiting the team that drafted him, the Houston Texans. The Browns are given seven, and this total is a 46 and a half. I don't want any part of this game, but if I'm going to choose something, I'm between Houston and the over. Um, Houston just coming off a horrible showing in Miami. Just Very a horrible bad. showing in Miami. Um, going back home now, indoors, going up against, up against one of the worst defenses in the league. Like, genuinely one of the worst. Deshaun Watson, first game back, you know, he's got some rust, some chemistry issues, all that stuff. Probably going to want to run the ball. I'll take... I'm going to take both things. I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to take Houston plus seven. I, I don't think... Don't think both lose. All right. I'm on Houston. That's that's my game of the month. Houston minus seven. I mean, plus seven. Oh, God, maybe we'll take a minus seven, too. <laughs> Alt line. At least 10 of the accusers are going to be in the stands. That stadium is going to be fucking packed for Houston. They're not going to see that crowd for another fucking five years because they suck. I don't care if Kyle Allen or Davis Mills, the same fucking player. I can't believe they keep switching them. doesn't matter. This team stinks. The Texans stink. But this is their Super Bowl. They're going to have so many fans there. Everyone's going to be so jacked up. I don't even know if half those players even played with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I hope they did. A couple of the stats, too, to reinforce this point home. Kevin Stefanski, off a straight-up win, is 0-8 straight up and 1-7 against the spread in their last eight games. Kevin Stefanski, as a favorite, he's eight and seventeen against the spread. Bad. Deshaun Watson hasn't played in over two years. He's going to be rusty. Does he know the playbook? He's nine and fifteen against the spread. He sucks too. Give me Houston. This is their Super Bowl. This is what they've been waiting their lives for. I hope they wear the red helmets. I hope they fucking give the ten accusers the fucking coin toss. I hope they sing the anthem. I'm so ready for this. I'm so jacked up for the Texans. Houston fans, sound off in the comments when we post this. This is this is all about you guys. One other stat, home underdogs of a touchdown or more are 7-0 against the spread this season. Houston, this is for you. Let's ride. Well, two, well put. Two, two well games put. of the month here. All right. Oh, I, got, I got so excited there. I need a game of the month now. I got two, bro. I hit one, and now I'm like, I need more. Scan this board. <laughs> Washington is going to the New York football gym. This is a good game, too. This is a pretty good week, mm. dude. Like, slate-wise? Great slate. Got, great slate. Thursday night's great tonight. Right. You got the Giants commanders. You got the Jets Vikings. Good, sneaky good game. Jacksonville Detroit should be very fun. Titans Eagles, solid game. This is a lot to like about this slate so far. Washington is in a way a road favorite, minus two and a half at the Giants, and this total is at 40 and a half. So first off, give me the G-men in the teaser, that second leg that I want to do with Baltimore, get them up to eight and a half. Ooh, uh, Washington's not blowing anyone out. Oh, um, I love that. 
Yeah, and I and as far as the spread straight up, or actually no, I won't even touch it because I, I I'll get it in the teaser. Like if I had to pick a side, um, I guess I would lean Washington a little bit. I think at two and a half, I see the value in the G Men because you know they're very they're a live dog in this game at two and a half. But I think I just see Washington edging it out right now. That defense um, is is playing right now. So uh, give me Washington, uh, you know, with everything they got going on against a really banged up G-Men. But uh, what wouldn't surprise me if Dabble, you know, schemed some things up to uh, to get the dub there. But uh, just give me G-Men in the teaser. I, I, they're not getting blown out at home by uh, that Washington team. Agreed. I like that. I am going to take the under here. But I like your point. A couple points, though, to to back up for Washington here. Last 14 starts for Heineke. He's 11-2 against the spread. 11-2-1. Last eight, 7-0-1. Since week three, Commander games are 8-1 to the under. Only game that went over was by two and a half points. A couple Giants stats here. Giants home, under, home unders are 16-2 and two in the last eight games. Daniel Jones home unders are 18-7. Give me the under here. Teams, these two teams want to run the ball. They want to take care of the ball. They want to let their defenses shine. Give me the under here at 40 and a half. I'm just going to trust the stats on this one. Stats I like that. Stats are your friend. Yes. I do like that. I do like that. Um, real quick, because I don't think anybody cares about this game if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. Chicago's hosting the Packers. Chicago's at plus three. This total's at 44 and a half. I think Rodgers is playing, but I don't. I don't. Have I don't you heard anything about Fields? I have TBD on both guys, so um, nothing from me here. Uh, you know, Rodgers. Yeah, I, don't, against I, Chicago, I don't think we have though. to take this game because it's it's there's no quarterbacks. So I, I can give you a pick because if, if Fields plays, give me Chicago getting three and a half. If he doesn't, give me Green Bay. Assuming Rodgers is playing, that's fair. Eh, it, if if regardless, I'll take Jordan Love over uh, fucking Trevor Simeon. That Chicago defense is bad. It's and they really just bad. lost they're their all best banged player. Up, and they're all banged yeah. up. So yeah. um, Garrett Wilson took a man's ankles. So um, And got a holding call. Yeah. So I would lean the, the um, over if, if if Fields and if Fields plays. Okay. I'll take the over Fields. There you go. All right, moving on to the four o'clock. <laughs> we got the Seahawks at the Rams. Aaron Donald's out. I think Stafford's still out. Cooper Cup's mm-hmm. still out. So this line is the Seahawks are a Minus seven and a half favorite on the road against the Rams. Who would have told you that at the beginning of the season? The total is at 40 and a half. I have a bone to pick with Seattle. They were the last part of a parlay last week, and that effort they gave against the Raiders was so embarrassing off of a bye at home. It is they don't deserve to make the playoffs anymore. I'm sorry, Mm. Gino. I'm sorry, Gino. Yeah. No, I I had Seattle minus four, so I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, The and they cut the the fucking feed from Red Zone. They were like, "Go to CBS. CBS wouldn't turn off sixty minutes, so no one even saw the." <laughs> right, saw the it's horrible. Play. You don't get me started on that program. Um, but <laughs> yeah, Seattle. And the worst part was I had Devonte Adams over seven and a half catches. So I was like going to OT. I was like, maybe I can get both. Still, Adams didn't have a catch in in the final, you know, five minutes of the fourth quarter or overtime. What did so, he finish um, at seven? Yep, seven oh. exactly. Um, actually, I had the ball at their own ten. I was like, "Perfect, he's going to get one this drive." Uh, nope, ninety-yard touchdown. So, fuck Seattle. Their defense is brutal. Gino made a few mistakes early on, which ultimately cost them. They're now laying seven and a half. Uh, Stafford's not going to play. I mean, I don't know why he would. There's no point of him playing this anymore point, this year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right he needs he needs like I'm pretty sure he needs surgery on his elbow or some shit. I think so, he needed it before the season, right? And there was like right, exactly. You know, so like, so wait, no we just trade all those draft picks. We got to try to go for it again. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, I this is a tough one because I, I ain't laying more than a touchdown with the Seattle. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no, I don't. They they were their defense reverted back to what the defense was in the first three weeks. Right. Bryce Perkins, um, he was moving, he was scooting around. Was it moving? Uh, yeah, it wasn't playing that bad. But the Rams defense dude uh stopped Mahomes. In the red zone, I think they kicked four field goals and scored one touchdown. Now Aaron Donald's out though, so obviously right. he's a, he's a huge part of that. And Allen Robinson's hurt now too. He's yes, in the IR, so they have no one. No, it's Swagnerak, Van Jefferson, a couple guys I've never Jesus heard of. Christ, Tyler Higby's back though. 
Lance McCutcheon. Pretty sure it's a baseball player. Lance McCullers is just throwing on <laughs> curveballs through series. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm, I'm, um, I'll let you think about it a little bit. I'm going to tease the Seahawks here down to uh, one and a half. If they can't, if they can't beat this, uh, I'm done with them. I'm done with them. They, yeah, they I'll tease this. them too. I'll tease them. I think that's the only play here. Teaser with Cincy, just to get out ahead of it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we move. And we move on. All right, a Onwards bit, and upwards. A little bit of a better game coming up next. We got the Dolphins and Tua and McDaniel visiting the San Francisco 49ers. McDaniel's coming home to Shanahan. This spread is at plus three and a half for the Dolphins. The total's at 46 and a half. Mm. What do you got here? Mm-mm-mm. I was on New Orleans last week. That's, let that's me tell you. Yeah, let me tell bet. you. If I came across Kamara on the street the day after that game, after tumbling on the goal line like that, I would have dove at his knees. Um, he fucked you up as he did that. Yeah, probably. Guy. Yeah, still wouldn't have gotten suspended. Nope. Um, season. It feels like the Jedi and the Padawan, if if you will. And I will. I think. That ultimately, San Fran's defense is the X factor here. Um, I think that if they can figure out a way to slow down Miami's offense and more specifically Waddle and Hill, I think San Fran can do whatever they want offensively at home. Uh, coming off a tough game against New Orleans, offense did not look very good. So give me them in a bounce back spot here. It their offense looks better with um, Elijah Mitchell in the backfield. I don't know if you've been watching them much. It, it, not saying CMC off the field completely, but kind of using him in that little slot role, uh, giving that little underneath option. Uh, he's, uh, Kittle, he's gone, though. CMC or Mitchell? Mitchell. He got hurt again? He's out for eight weeks. What do you hurt this time? Me. Okay. He's at six to eight weeks. Okay. Good to know. Good. <laughs> Goodbye. Good on me. I do agree um, with you, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that. It was an MCL sprain again. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, okay. Well, regardless. Um, so CMC will be in the backfield. Uh, and then um, he's dealing you know, with, he's dealing with near knee irritation, but he, should play on Sunday. It should be him and Jordan Mason. Okay. I'm going with San Fran here. Is basically where I'm going. What I'm going okay. with here. I just don't think Miami is there yet. Um, the numbers four, which I don't love, but I would be taking Miami with the hopes of losing by three. Which at that point just give me San Fran to ultimately uh, just the better team. Both are peaking right now, which isn't good. I think it's too early to peak. Um, I know you have the world, the Super Bowl future, but if you think back to the last couple of years, um, the Super Bowl winners were not being talked about at this time. Since he was was you know they had a solid team, but we did not look at them like that. Tampa Bay was like seven and five going into their bye week two years ago. I think there's a thing associated with peaking too early, and these two teams seem to be doing it. Uh, with that said, I think San Fran still can get better. I don't know if Miami's getting better than what how they're playing right now. So give me San Fran right now. Uh, the Jedi beats the Padawan. Yeah, see, I'm torn on this. I like the Dolphins because I'm not sold on the Niners yet. Mm-hmm. Since they got healthy on defense, so they beat the Chargers 22-16. They blew at the Cardinals in Mexico City with Colt McCoy. 13-0 in the Saints. 13 points against the Saints. Like, come on. 31-14 against the Rams. I mean, it's the Rams. The only the only reason I'm not taking the Dolphins is because what is it? Is uh, what's his hold on. The offensive tackle on Miami is out. Armstead? Is it Armstead? He is out. He got hurt in that game, and that was the reason they took two out so early. Because they weren't blocking anything. And there's splits. Like, two splits when he's not on the field is, like, kind of insane. Mm. Let me just make sure. Yeah, it's it's Teron Armstead, yeah. So he's out. 
I this is a tough game for me. A couple of the stats here for you. Two is twelve and four against the spread at home, six and seven away. He's a home guy. Mm-hmm. He's faced four teams allowing seventeen points per game or less as a starter, which would constitute the Niners. He's three one straight up, three and zero against the spread. So, I don't know how much you can actually look into those because this is a completely different team. Sounds and the like defense to be on San Fran, brother. <laughs> Let's stop beating around the bush here, brother. Here you're, you're taking the scenic route. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm going to take the over here, 46 and a half. Dolphins are four one of the over on the road. They're five one of the under at home. So maybe they're getting a little gassed out by that Miami Sun. So I'm going to take the over here. I th- I'm hoping that the Niners can score some points. That pass defense, that secondary of Miami is really bad. I'm hoping they could take advantage of that with Ayuk and Debo. And and you got to think, Kyle Shanahan and, and Mike McDaniel, as you said, Padawan, Je- or whatever you said, they're going to want to put up points, right? It might not – I know they want to win the game per se, but also you want to outscore – see, now I sound like Trent Dilfer right now, right? You can't lose games in the NFL and still win. <laughs> You're gonna want to outscore your opponent, right? Both think, win. Yeah, both are gonna want to score points. Okay, I think you just want to see where you're going with this. <laughs> so I'm gonna take the over here before I say anything even more stupid than what I just said. I'm gonna take the over here. That was one of the things that also made me think that uh, San Francisco side, the the total being 46. You know what I mean? Based on that offensive barrage last week for Miami and kind of how they've been rolling. Um, that total no points in the a, second half though, and their team total was at thirty and a half. How about that? Yeah, I I actually did see that, which was brutal. But um, yeah, give me uh, give me San Fran. I I think that's the way to lean, especially with Armstead out. So mm. I'm I'm completely good with that. As if you need my uh, my blessing there. Chargers Raiders, this game. Might be pretty good. The Chargers, Brandon Staley, finally Brandon Staley, and, and and showed why he is the most aggressive play caller in the league. This was the first time since, I think the first time ever in NFL history where two teams scored a two-point conversion to win the game in the last 15 seconds of a game. It was the, mm. the Jaguars and the Chargers, obviously. The line is... The Chargers are at minus one. The total is at 50 and a half. I'll start here because I feel like you've been starting a lot. I will be taking... Oh, I'm just looking at stats here. I, I had a play and now I'm like... I didn't actually look at this. See, sometimes you bet with your heart. Herbert's been intercepted in six straight games. That's kind of crazy. That's fucking crazy. I was going to take the over, but I'm looking at... So if the over is 50 or more for Staley, he's 8-5 and five to the under. Overs at Allegiant Stadium were 14-6 uh, this year, 70%. Damn, that's crazy. I'm taking the over here, 15 and a half. Not, not overthinking it, 15 and a half. Try to stop Josh Jacobs, I guess. I, I think these two teams are I, – I, I still feel like the Raiders are dead. Like I, I can't believe they keep doing this. And th- they had no right to win that game against Seattle. They had no right to win that game against the Broncos. They're winning. On the flip side, I don't think the Chargers had any right to win that game against the Cardinals. Give me the over here. Two teams. Raiders defense is fucking awful. Maybe Josh Jacobs will go for 400 fucking yards again. I'm going to take the over 15 half. Give me the Raiders team total over. Should be around, what, 24 and a half, something like that? 25. Um at home, uh, where they, I believe they do play better, going up against a very weak LA defense. Um, I am scared of that Chargers defense, which is why I'm not going to take them w- with the spread. But um, I faded the Chargers last week, and that was an easy winner with the cards plus four and a half. Um, you know, I think, uh, like you said, maybe a few short fields with how that fucking Chargers offense goes um, at home on the rug. Give me, um, give me the the Raiders to score four touchdowns this week. Yeah, both teams are allowing 25-plus points per game. The over in those games is 18-9, and nine, so that's, you know, 
Right. It's a big percentage there. Last three of these games have gone over. So 50, 57, 67. So uh, let's do that. I like that. I like that. Chiefs at Bengals. AFC Championship rematch. Except we're going to Cincinnati here. The Chiefs are favored by two and a half on the road. The Bengals should be getting Jamar Chase back. They believe. Mm-hmm. How much he plays, we don't know yet. The, the Bengals just had a big win against Tennessee in Tennessee. They are peaking, maybe. They're 7-4 and four now. You know, they're right back in the playoffs. Tied for the lead with the Ravens in, in that division. What do you got here? I'm going to probably ride with... Um, I'm in Cincy with the teaser, right? So... Yep. I already have that. I would lean if I had to pick another one, KC, just getting it done. Um, they've lost the last two meetings with them, or maybe the last three at this point. Um, they just have so much more to play for. Uh, Jamar Chase is back, like you said, and um, I'll just for now, I'm going to stick with the Cincy teaser leg at home. They don't lose by more than a touchdown. Okay, I'm taking the Chiefs here. Two and a half. Patrick Mahomes as a favorite of three and a half or more, 28 and 33 against the spread. As a favorite of three or less or an underdog, 17 and five against the spread. Give me Mahomes here with that number. I think he gets it done. I do think to your point, too, they didn't have to. I, I would. They, I don't think they game planned a lot for the Rams last week because it was Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. I think they were looking forward to this one. They. Want to win? It's two straight losses, especially and, and the AFC Championship game at home. They're gonna be ready to go here. This is one of those games where these teams that just make the playoffs every year and the Super Bowl every year. This is one of these games they get up for. It's the it's the four twenty five game of the week. Give me the Chiefs here. Fair, very fair. Dallas Tough hosting Jeff Saturday and the Colts. Matt Ryan is probably who we thought he was. The spread's at 10 and a half. Uh, minus 10 and a half for the Cowboys. This total's at 43 and a half. This I don't think s- a single big spread there has hit on primetime this year. No, I don't think so either. I don't, let me so, see the stats here. I, I am teasing the Cowboys. This is the second part of my teaser. To uh, okay. What would that be? Four and a half? Yeah, give me four and a half. Okay. I'll take the points. I, I, just, I don't think we've had a single um, double-digit spread cover this year on primetime. Uh, Jeff Saturday has shown uh, an ability to adjust at halftime, which I got to give him credit for. Um, you know, people are going nuts about him not calling timeouts. I do agree. Uh, however, I don't know how much that really changes the outcome. Uh, Matt Ryan stinks, but you know, Cowboys, you know, I think this is a little bit of a, oh my God, this, you know, the, the, the Colts aren't, aren't that much of a poverty team to be catching double digit on a primetime game. I think Ten days um, rest to six days rest though. That's fair. And that Indy fair. has to travel. Fair. <laughs> I guess it's what is what does this say on a neutral field? This is you know Dallas is laying more than a touchdown. Yeah, I don't think Dallas. I don't know if Dallas is there just yet. Dallas by ten. What do you mean? They just beat the Giants by eight. I think the Colts are better than the Giants. Colts. Oh, I don't think so. Really? No. Yeah. Neutral field, I think um, it's close. That's not by, but I don't think by any means uh, Giants are better. Maybe even. Okay. With what I, the Giants currently are, bang, like injury wise, I would say. Yeah. yeah, I have a couple stats for you. Okay. Colts are two and ten against the first half spread this season. In the second half, they're nine and three. Now that's a look. Do we have the first half spread? If it's under, if it's a touchdown or less, I, I could see you getting on Dallas there. It is. It's going to be seven. Six and a half. Seven. Six and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> very interesting. I'm going to take that. Huh. I, I won't change my pick, but yeah, that, um, that's interesting to me. To say the least. Yeah, I'm on that. I like that. I like that. You're right. Ten and a half is a big number, though, and and like they could have easily tied that up against Pittsburgh last week. Right. Try to run the ball. 
Matt Ryan just sucks so much. But I mean, Sam yeah. Howell sucks too. They, they really have no like the, Jeff Saturday is just a fall guy. So just just fall on the sword and just try to get a better draft pick while making this team like a little bit competitive. Last game of the week, Monday night, we got an NFC South showdown. We got the Saints at the Buccaneers. Every team in this division is under 500. The Buccaneers are leading it at five and six. The Saints are four and seven, I believe. This game should be ugly, but the implications are pretty big. Andy Dalton sucks on primetime. He is six and twenty straight up and nine and seventeen against the spread. Only worst quarterback in the last twenty years is Carson Palmer. On Monday Night Football, he's two and seven straight up, three and six against the spread. He's lost six straight games on Monday Night Football. These things were shut out by the Niners last week. I don't want to take anything in this game, but I <laughs> since we're taking something in every game, I Brady's face is. Face the Saints in primetime three times. He's 0-3 straight up and against the spread. So he can't beat the Saints in primetime. Brady gets tired. He's 45. I just don't. I think I'm going to take an under here. All you right, tell I me. The spread. It's three and a half. The Saints are taking three and a half. And the total is 40 and a half. I'm going to take the under here. The Bucks team total. Uh, the Bucks team total unders are 10-1 and this season. To the under. I don't think the Saints are scoring much as they're shut out. I know Kamara fumbled twice inside the five yard line, so fuck him. But I mm. think they're not scoring much either. Not that I think that the Bucks defense is that good, but give me give me just a low scoring game here. Brady's gonna be falling asleep in the third quarter. It's way past his bedtime. Andy Dalton sucks on prime time. Kamara's banged up. I think his feelings are hurt. So give me the under here, 40 and a half. Yeah, I would lean that way as well. Um, the issue with the Bucks is is Todd Bowles. Um, yeah. To be honest, he um, he did everything in his power to lose that game last week. Um, he's trying to win games by small margins, so I'm I'm going to take the the Saints here. Same same thought process as you. Um, I just think um, you know this dude Bowles is even if they're up seven or up ten, they're going to be doing. He's looking to win by three, yep. a max of three. So yep. he's trying um, not to lose. Right, he's not trying three to and a half. Yeah, yeah. It's a. I know in Joku had that unbelievable catch, but they they should have never even been in that spot. And then that overtime was just disgusting. That overtime was disgusting. Why did the Why did the Browns go for the touchdown? I don't really get that. Did you see that game? They were at the one yard line, and they ran it twice with Chubb to get in the end zone when they could have just kicked a field goal to win it. Oh, never trust the kicker, brother. You don't like that move. I, uh, I mean, did they get in it, the second time? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, it worked out. It just didn't make any sense to me. I think anytime you don't have to put anything in, because look at the Jets, right? You, you, you watch the whole, I know it doesn't happen often. Chubb is a guy, a running back that I think you're okay with. I prefer the QB sneak. Um, you know me, but um, Chubb is a guy, especially with that, a, qu- a quarterback isn't going to play after this week because you got the show right. coming back. I'm okay with I'm okay with that honestly. If you can get it, if you get in the end zone and not trust the kicker, and they have a, a rookie kicker, I believe it's 19 um, fucking yards. I know, I know. I'm team touchdown all day as long as not throwing the ball. Um, and if that and if the, if Chubb was to fumble, I mean, you just kill him. Yeah, that's fair enough. All right, that's the slate this week. Anything else before we uh, we sign off here? No. Um, Probably will tweet tweet out some fun props. Going to dive in here with dinner and um, let's go Bills. Let's go Bills. Yes or no? Do we root for the who are we rooting for? I, I guess think you root for the Bills because as a Jets fan, I think because we're just hoping for a playoffs. You don't have the tiebreaker against the Patriots, okay? Because you're open to it against them already, so you're never going to make okay. that up. So I think you root for the Bills, okay? Because you play the Bills one more time. Take care of business. We're not going for the division, huh? I don't think we are. Okay. <laughs> we got because we got Vikings, Bills, then you got Jags, Lions, Seahawks, Miami. Okay. I think you win three games, you get in. We upset Vikings this week. Bills take care of business. Raiders take care of business at home, and we're in a good spot. 
Yes. Yes. I think 10 wins definitely gets in. So you win three, three of the next six, and then you're fine. Okay. Yep. God, I can't believe we lost both of the bets. All right. Bring us out. I got to get back to work. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you had us on your uh, Spotify wrapped, tag us in a, <laughs> tag us in an Instagram. That's going to be no one. No one's even listening at this point. Tag us in Instagram. We'll, we'll yeah. repost it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk to you next week.